listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. No one has to ask who be acting bad. A ball and MJ pimping GB all up in that ass. From Memphis 10 all the way around the world and back again. I flip a Benz like with Lorenzo playing plenty Benjamins. Wait, that's not right. Oh, make none rapping week of C's go home practicing. I flip a Benz like with Lorenz playing in plenty Benjamins. Low key plenty ends making plenty friends. Baby, I got all the herbs that I need to achieve. Smoke up a pound and leave you bitch niggas in disbelief. Inhale the smoke at every word I wrote come out dope not like that crack i mean that lyrical dope you above tracks not saying i won't pull the ruga and put hollow to you and have your mama on her knees screaming hallelujah lay it down play a suave house bad boy fat boy and his friends the rat-a-tat that's not right and his friends a rat-a-tat boy <laughs> matter of fact boy this is not an act boy the play away keep the players making stacks boy hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen everything that i do be all about the loot i be kicking up dust in my polo boots hey. uh we are live on a wednesday last day of the week last day of the week last day of october yes sir it is halloween aka the international blackface day shout out to my black facers out there what? it's time to shine Ooh. let's get to losing that employment what they gonna do it whether i want them to or not so do it take plenty of pictures let's get them on twitter facebook let's get it viral it's the contest snapchat i say it's a contest every week black people dress up in costumes and white people dress up in blackface and it's great we get to see well the racist white people do and we get to see how where you work that's the big surprise it's it's just like scooby-doo it's a big old game of scooby-doo you rip off the mask and you go oh farmer johnson well you don't work at the farm no more no you sure don't because <laughs> your ass is in blackface the farm no the farmer's market if you like if you got some white people in your life that you care about you know i tell them on the way out hey i was playing basketball at the y some couple guys i become friends with white dudes you know they're pretty cool and on my way out i said hey joe other white dude i just met today no blackface tonight all right and they said all right man i know well, that's a good thing i said okay because i don't want to see you on twitter because because i had to be like damn we will see your ass okay you'll be everywhere so just trying to help your ass out <laughs> you'll be trending and won't know how you got there um but yeah today's episode is all about walking dead okay um you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews don't forget our spoiled movie reviews are on itunes now too not all of them we put about 30 30 out a month like we just keep adding them up until till we use up all the data from Libsyn, and then that reaches its limit so it's way behind right if you want the premium like up-to-date movie reviews you need to go be a premium member but uh the old reviews are up there you know i want to say it's up to around like uh i think it started with iron man 3 and that's the first one yeah that was the first one that we ever did for a premium and uh yeah there's plenty of stuff on there man just uh and i'll be adding some more in november as well but um anyway you guys can check all those out uh appreciate y'all leave five star reviews for those as well we will read them on the air um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh no sponsors today this podcast is just for people that 
love the show okay guys um and of course we'll be doing our feedback show saturday and i i may do it separately or i may add it to the end of the feedback show which will probably be long anyway um we do have the audio from karen's iphone when we went to uc irvine and spoke so we may be able to put that audio out uh for you guys um and you guys can hear what we talked about it's only like 40 minutes long but if you're interested it's not great quality audio so we'll probably put it at the end of an episode for Mm -hmm. those who are just like super fans and want to hear what we talked about and the jokes we made and stuff like that um all right am i missing him forgetting anything uh feel like that's it okay we got the quan mills book review out uh we got the quan mills interview out you know working 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 oh i know what else i was gonna say so in the last month basically uh and obviously there's a bunch of stuff behind the scenes but we've done you know our live show mm-hmm. you know right before my birthday yes um then we've done you know we go to uc irvine mm-hmm. you know travel to california and then uh vice was in our house you know and there's all this coordination that goes on behind the scenes uh emails back and forth and and scheduling things and Mm -hmm. you guys know how my like anxiety works anyway i'm always thinking of all the things that can go wrong and how it's not going to happen and i just keep pushing myself to get through things and and it's been paying off i'm glad you do yeah i know we was joking with that about uh the people from vice and uh talking about like the just the differences in our personality and i come in like look there's there's standards and the standards must be met <laughs> yeah we have like there's like travel nightmare stories we have there's antics yes there's antics and tomfoolery i've been getting to on my twitter account with food yeah, we there's shit which i would say there's a ton of shit that we have to talk about that um you know i'm definitely going to get to and we're definitely going to talk about but from this point to the end of this year i'm taking it easy is what i'm trying to say i'm gonna do that that self-care thing people been talking about i'm gonna I'm try some okay i'm gonna see what i can do uh make that do because uh you know it's just we just keep pushing 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 grinding grinding and i knew once we would get to the end of the year there'd be some time to like take days off time to be like all right i'm gonna just chill like to go somewhere and it doesn't have to be work related um that kind of shit you know and so i just want to give like a fair warning because i'm not scheduling vacation like it was a jobby job but there's gonna be some some times where it's like man it's only y'all only did a sh- one show this week or y'all you know it might be like that i know tv's going on a break for fall and mm-hmm. and, and, and december christmas coming up thank god because uh i love this is us and this too much but you know that's an extra show we do every week you know that's yeah, an extra show of, i do every week you know when we pushing the regular schedule that's like six shows a week yeah not to count all the other stuff so anyway all this stuff to say you might see some lulls you might see some breaks and i think the reasonable people listening are going to be cool with that and the other people i couldn't make them happy if i wanted to right Mm -mm. so Mm -mm. uh, it'd be it'd be be a reason to go premium say say merry christmas and happy thanksgiving to yourself and go premium there's plenty of shit behind the paywall right so all right now that that's out of the way let's get into our walking dead breakdown as we are the only podcast (laughs) on the planet still enjoying the walking dead
right guys so walking dead recap time um of course we are in season nine season nine episode 119 directed by rosemary rodriguez it's called the oblige i'm telling you man i understand that motherfuckers are just kind of fed up tired they're over the show they stopped liking it a long time ago i i get it i'm not even trying to argue with you Mm -hmm. i i have some several complaints of myself and all that stuff but behind the scenes these motherfuckers are hiring the fuck out of black and brown people every week it's crazy to go through their directors for the last like couple of seasons and it's just mm-hmm. like asian person black person latinx person mm-hmm. like they behind the camera i don't know if they like got a mandate or something or they were just what i don't know the showrunners angela kang like it's weird i mean you know like i said it's 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 wow that the show does so much and now we're not even talking fear the walking dead which yeah, is even more level yeah that's a whole nother level i they never you never see anyone brag about it it never comes up amc never puts out that information or anything like that but it's a lot but it's brown, a lot brown people that got jobs over there i would caution not caution but i would posit possibly more than any other show that wasn't like a specifically black show you know like it's one thing when the show is black where it's like atlanta like you be looking at them directors like them niggas better be black you know (laughs) insecure it's like "Mm, who directed this right but fear and then the walking dead i don't think to have that level of pressure on them to have quote-unquote inclusion uh but they just fucking do and then it's never brought up right because a lot of times you know the average person watches shit and you don't really think about what goes on behind the camera because you know it's a lot of our favorite shows that we love and that's not funny i don't care who directed them Mm -hmm. but then once you actually look behind you be like oh y'all did 25 seasons of this and nobody black or no women directed this no lgbtq like you don't really think about that almost to kind of after the fact and that's the part of that quote-unquote being woke thing because once you're woke those are things that you kind of pay attention to yeah and and for the record i'm not saying all these people are black and brown i mm. know these people right i just keep looking up and it's like every couple you're like damn who's this person who's it? i never heard they never do okay well good for them so anyway it's just interesting to see you know mm-hmm. uh because but that, because that's how it starts you get your credit here and then you can go on and do other things yeah and for the record they may already have credits correct this is not saying no, this no, is the, no. they're giving people a shot like they haven't done anything before right they, they made they i'm just surprised that whenever this is one of the few shows we look at every week to see the directors and shit and it's always kind of like oh that's, that's okay cool you yeah, know and you could be doing other things this is just something else you can just tag onto your resume yeah so all right anyway this episode is called the obliged uh episode four uh the ratings are still about five million which is still like the lowest they've had for you know since uh season one so mm-hmm. um uh, like i said you're gonna see that article every week um karen what you think about this episode in general before we get into the breakdown i enjoyed it i enjoyed it uh a lot okay all right um i uh did not like this episode on rewatch i the when i first saw it i was like okay it was pretty cool when i was rewatching it 
mm, it felt like a holding pattern episode and very like like literally their version of the stuck in the elevator episode that sitcoms used to do and they would have bottleneck episodes that's like when you run out of money for the budget you need to do an episode that's cheap so what they do is they that you know if you've ever watched you know any sitcom from the 80s and 90s they have an episode where like the family gets stuck in the elevator and then they go remember the time and then they cut to something that happened yes and it's normally on one location and it's not really a lot of lot of scene changes yeah there's no scene changes and it is one location it's just that's why it's literally an elevator is what they used to call it Ah, Uh, so that you get stuck in the elevator and then they go this reminds me of the time when arnold first moved in with us and then they cut to the first episode or whatever for the pilot so like it's that kind of thing that this felt like that to me not with the flashbacks but with the like holding patterns of we know this rick grimes last episode thing is coming up next week we don't want to do anything to push the plot too far out of what we were already talking about right and we literally stuck daryl and rick in a hole to have the same argument that they've been having forever and so i didn't really like that stuff and then i didn't really like the stuff with michonne and negan um and then since there wasn't a lot of action in this joint Mm -mm. and they cut away from the thing i was most interested in which was the saviors in the camp i gotta say i did not like this episode it just didn't feel like anything um that really moved the plot forward in a in a way that mattered happened and there were things that could have happened in this episode that just felt like they're pushing until they can get like a some sort of conclusion on rick and, and then they're going to resume the action and go all right time back in guys let's see what maggie wants to do to negan mm-hmm. let's see you know that kind of shit so mm, not a fan I, I, now now that part i do uh agree with and at the end of the episode when they kind of show you the, the little preview i was like woo they spent some money just, just kind of seeing some of the mm-hmm. graphics i was like oh they spent a lot of money on this last episode for him yeah i mean like i said i you know i i love the show and all mm-hmm. that stuff but but just this episode no it wasn't i was did not think they put in a lot of effort on this um, oh I, I i agreed and, and and i think it's kind of you said you loved it though you don't know how, how you agree i can i'm kind of shitting on it i'm just saying oh oh, oh I, I did i did love it like my, not love it i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. um it's one of the things to where i i i I see like those types of things and that's what make it go from i enjoyed it you know from i loved it till i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. because it was parts that i did enjoy but i do i'm saying that i do agree with some of the 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 stances that you were making because i'm like, like you said it's almost like we're building up to something so we don't want to waste like you said waste resources money time whatever into this episode we know that next episode is gonna be kind of for me this episode felt like remember when michonne and rick had that episode where they were out went off together and they went to a carnival and they fought zombies and there was a deer yes this felt like that to me that like i was like uh, like when i first watched it was because you i've watched it once you watched it i mean i watched it twice you watched it once correct when i first watched it i was like "Eh, i guess that makes sense i mean at least in the argument with daryl and rick daryl kind of made some different points than before but it's kind of still the same argument but with um but with the but still with all that when i watched it the second time i was like yeah but i don't need a whole episode for that i don't need that should take two minutes that like you don't need to set up an elaborate thing they're gonna get out of just for this bullshit so i don't know i this episode is not that good to me all right let's get into the breakdown though 
uh because we still gonna break it down um <laughs> i guess the first place to start because there were basically i think four locations hilltop um the junkyard uh the camp and then uh alexandria um i will start with um i'm gonna start with the junkyard because it's the shortest one and had the least to do with the rest of them so in the junkyard if you guys remember gabe got knocked out confronting uh ann who he just did not want to believe was a heartless cold calculating woman Mm-mm. she had him pleading baby 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 please baby please i love you i love you gun and she knocked him out with that she asked him would he go away with her and she said and he said no so then she knocked him out with a rock and the lies the lies <laughs> to his face y'all just lied right in his grill um and so after that we knew that they were not uh gonna be cool um Mm-mm. and so anymore uh he is of course now strapped to a gurney like a like the same thing she had negan on and rick on he's uh tied down um to this car and she has one of them jump yards zombie projects and fucking mm-hmm. art house independent film zombies <laughs> this one has a bucket on his head yeah she kept her whole shit she ain't throw everything away right so she still had the zombies set up out there and she basically um woke like kissed him on the forehead because he was passed out and i'm like you know (laughs) this is only a tv thing but only on tv do you get hit with a rock but sleeping peacefully you know what i mean like he he probably got a concussion or some shit he would know he do he will wake up with a headache like a motherfucker (laughs) but he just wakes up like what are you doing and uh that'd be some type of protocol yeah the sounds (laughs) the concussion protocol right and then the sounds from the zombie wake gave up and then he just says like I, I, you don't have to be this person i know how you feel right now and i used to be like you but i've changed and she's just like um yeah but i'm gonna still let this zombie do what it do i don't i don't know what the zombies are supposed to do for her little like exchange of alpha and betas they not explaining no no yeah i have no idea um but she says uh she did try to change she wanted to change but she couldn't do it and she's not like gabriel who has changed because she can't move on from her past and he says it was others who helped him move on which we have seen over the years that yeah because he can't he was was like literally i did not like him i just didn't you know he locked them folks at the church they might have been racist but he still locked them at the church yeah he locked that i mean i mean he knocked it uh locked this little cute organ player out of the church yes he did and then he uh left uh michonne and carl to die oh he was fucking terrible right and part of that was just cowardice but also he couldn't let go of his past of being a coward uh so he just kept repeating it but he's changed he really has he went from a character to that literally everybody was like fuck you to okay you cool you part of the crew now he's almost fearless in a way now he is even though he's not a badass action dude he's just kind of fearless in his own way yeah Um, he was like i give you the word of god and this bullet fuck with me right but i mean he's not a badass he kills some people but he's not a carol he's not a no he's no one's scared of him he's just but he but he's just become fearless when it comes to 
how he is not afraid to die and how he's not afraid to speak up in these situations where we know the old gay would have been so terrified he would just been peeing himself you know he got trapped in a trailer with negan and tried to like kill negan and talk shit back to him and everything yeah and also he went from that to hey i might not be the best or the greatest fighter but what i am is a fighter and fighter does not mean you have to be the best fighter it just means you have to be willing to fight yeah he tries to survive and, and but he also tries to help tries to hold up his end of the bargain to be strong for the people in his crew right and that also has a lot to do with when um gregory uh left him it kind of hurt his feelings because he was like that's the way i used to be like i probably would have did that not too long ago Mm -hmm. so he can't move and he's trapped so he just starts telling her like you can change and you help change me uh which i wasn't so sure about that part because i don't think they've given him enough time together on screen for us to feel like and changed him maybe no. they're trying to say when she kidnapped him or something but even then i don't feel like there was any significant um time between them to make us go oh yeah this bond between them right and it was one of those things where it was pleaded for his life no you were talking about right here when he was laying down mm-hmm. he wasn't pleading for his life that's the thing i'm saying is he was like you know you change and you don't have to do this oh initially but okay. then but then um when she takes the bucket off the zombie's head and starts making it try to eat him he didn't go please don't kill me you don't have to do this he was like i failed you this is my fault i forgive you you know like good old negroes do whenever some white people harm us he said i turned the other cheek and this ain't you know whatever I you have to do you, yeah. whatever you have to do this is gonna be okay and i don't know if it's just because you know it's the first woman that's touched his penis in a long time or I what i don't know but he was willing to let bygones be bygones like as far as gabe is concerned she can come to the cookout as far as he was concerned the zombie cookout even after you eat me okay after the zombie eats me you can still come to the cookout okay i'll be on the cookout menu if that's okay (laughs) um so yeah he said do whatever you have to do i'll forgive you and then she stopped herself because she couldn't go through with it so message black people turn the other cheek and forgive what white people do to us and they'll let us live that's simple all right it's not message uh karen i feel like you uh messing up the message that they're trying to teach us Mm-mm. Mm-mm. let your children watch this episode Mm-mm. this ain't no more you so know they, episode they can learn to be forgiven like we need to be guys okay Mm-mm. Mm-mm. okay all right well she decides she can't kill him so then she knocks his ass out this time with a like a chloroform rag mm-hmm. over his face he passes out um and he wakes up later um in a container that's unlocked he yells out and she gone she was peace out right she's gone um and so she leaves a note if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together i need to go fast and he reads the letter and cries like a little bitch i don't know why he was crying so hard you barely know this woman y'all been together for two days it don't matter it don't, t- it don't take a lot to fall in love in the zombie apocalypse that's a good point i guess she sexed him down one time and he was over there like baby i'm begging baby i'm begging baby time 
trying to move fast <laughs> when you can die in a second <laughs> like damn nigga <laughs> he was pressed mm-hmm. my god that dude was so hurt man i i just tried to laugh through it but my god um and then we can do hilltop real quick so maggie is watching uh hilltop um you know on her uh cool little patio she has at her house um you know the governor's mansion whatever you call it um and she's holding her show and stuff babysitter comes against her show she goes down packs a bag she put a big ass crowbar in the bag because we know she's trying to go to alexandria use that crowbar prow venetians uh cage his she, cell she, and she, kill she him think, she thinks it's that simple yeah that's what she planned on doing um and so jesus walks up because that's what jesus does okay right when you're about to be sinning jesus just comes up out of nowhere like can i talk to you for a second like what you doing over here right like i have i I got i got an alert i noticed you about to commit a sin would you uh like some consultation about that um so she you know and we see on her face like she is like serious right now like give me, i'm gonna pack my shit up and i'm about to get on the road i'm about to and kill she this did nigga it like the last person i wanted to see was <laughs> jesus so jesus walks over and he's like um you sure about that sure this is what you really want to do you say you know we just got a letter from georgie you know you gonna be writing her back and she was like put it with the other letters and he was like all right well um just know they they ain't they still writing these letters yeah keep in mind this is like the second reminder we've gotten that georgie has not oh. she really wants hilltop and, uh, oh yeah uh they, they're going to appear at some period of time like again so um maggie's like look jesus look after everything in hilltop and maggie's like i gotta go and he's like i noticed you packing a crowbar you about to go break negan out of jail and she was like um i'm gonna do what we talked about right after negan we defeated negan i was like we gonna get together and uh go and uh kill him and he said yeah but that was a long time ago like things have changed we're working with the saviors now and she was like look um we already talked about it he said but that's the thing we didn't talk about it same way we didn't talk about gregory and i'm not saying what you did was wrong but you you not talking to your boy jesus no more okay you just go off and do whatever the hell you want to do nah, and that shit matters mm-hmm. um and she was like basically maggie's on her judge jury and executioner shit and she was like jesus stay here and leave me the fuck alone because you ain't ready for this killing and i'm gonna go kill this nigga and i don't want to consult or talk to nobody about it it's maggie's way now right but just you can't see how that's the same thing that negan is doing you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like that dictatorship thing the same thing you complain about rick not consulting it's like you are doing the exact same thing y'all had quote-unquote got this council together you didn't consult with no council you didn't ask them what they wanted to do you didn't bring this up into the community you was like fuck it and this is already told you baby i'm i'm I, I, i'm everywhere i can't be here locked down here the thing for me is it's not like jesus um it's not like jesus really changed like jesus is very much like uh over you know over all this time he's been like look um 
we don't need to be killing people for just willy-nilly and shit right like there has to be rules of this yeah. when they fought the saviors he was the main one being like we shouldn't kill the saviors to the point where some people thought he was like a traitor or something i think this is just his disposition which is right you know we shouldn't kill anyone we don't have to right like i understand people die like he, he he's not like nobody dies i understand people die but there is some leniency because most people out there their fight or flight kicks in and that's what you're fighting against actually sometimes not even them they're like oh luke i don't know who you are i'm going to fight you to survive which that's what everybody does but jesus is like hey it got to be another way and and numbers matter like it's us or them yeah and so while him and rick have some ideas i think you can build a society in the future around Mm -hmm. i don't know that uh maggie gives a flying fuck about any of the shit coming out of jesus mouth no no when you're looking for revenge you don't care and i forget the savior's name i'm sure someone in the chat knows it but the one that has she's a tall blonde woman that has a bow all the time i cannot remember her name for the life of me she never gets enough lines Mm -mm. to make her a truly memorable character but she was the one that was like maggie you ready to go and maggie's ain't that the lady from the kingdom yeah i meant for the kingdom i Mm -hmm. said saviors didn't i meant kingdom um sorry about that and she's like maggie you ready to go and jesus like for real you just gonna do me like this and she was like yeah i'm ready and they get on their horses and drive off Mm -hmm. um meanwhile um i mean later they pull up like because nigga they travel the entirety of the hour of the show we see them again at the very end and they're riding along uh, horsing along i don't know traveling along on horseback uh and they see on the side of the road some dead zombies that have been killed with like a hatchet uh they don't really make a distinction of where those zombies came from or who killed those walkers i don't know if it's supposed to think rick did it i don't know um Uh, yeah possibility rick yeah 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 from him uh leaving the scene yes i i I can see rick doing that which which means they're probably someone near him so that's the last time we see them that's everything for the hilltop crew all right um let's see so the only two left are alexandria and the camp um i'll go with uh alexandria first uh michonne wakes up we see a montage of her being happy and uh doing all the stuff around the um alex town of alexandria with um judith and she's like helping people squabbles over plants and she's overseeing like the designs for uh new buildings and like she is running alexandria without rick like this is her town yes and that's something that i was observing too like when like it was almost like a little repeat on that and every time she wake up rick would be kind of beside her but she would kind of wake up without him and just start the day and get to running and he was nowhere around and she was just doing everything around the town well not every time she woke up was he beside her but a couple okay, times a couple times he was but sometimes he, he wasn't right because he's been at that camp ah okay so she's been basically running alexandria and doing a great job and she's planning on the little constitution and the agreement between everybody like she is uh she's a boss right now you know and especially the happy parts of the other of montage is it really is it's all bright and sunny and it feels so sweet because the world is 
Every night she is restless and she gets out of bed. And it's dark. Huh? I say it's dark, just the complete opposite of the happiness. Yes, yes. It's dark. It's a total tonal shift. She gets out of bed. She stares at her sword that's been, you know, she put up on the wall on the, you know, mounted on the wall and she takes it off the mount and she goes out and kills zombies every night. Now, I did not understand why she was doing this necessarily i don't know if it's to relieve stress if things are going too well if she's just trying to keep sharp and keep her skills sharp um what did you think it was for a little bit of all that i think it was to relieve stress um also for her not to forget this shit outside these walls Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you can't be so because they've seen it happen where the city is so gun ho about everything's good, everything's great, everything's good, everything's great, where you, you're not ready or prepared if some shit does pop off. So, she was like, I will not, uh, get to the point where I become complicit into this will always be here. Even though this is what I wanted now. I wanted this. But at the same time, I've been around long enough to understand that it could change at the blink of an eye and I want to be able to defend uh, what I have and to, and, and to understand that there are things outside of this wall, outside of these walls. And I do think just the stress is building, you know, Rick's been back and forth to that camp and, you know, she has bought full fledged into Rick's vision, but they talk to each other. So I know that she feels the tension with Maggie and attention with Daryl. Like, like she picks up on all that too. And that does, you know, affect you you know as being some form of a leader you know because being a leader is a lot harder than people think everybody looks to you for answers want you to have it together all the time and not time funny you sometimes you could be just as screwed up and more or more screwed up than the people you're trying to lead but at the same time it's still your job to lead yeah so when i saw her out there it felt kind of like she could have been doing sword therapy um and like there's still something inside of her that never stopped and felt completely safe once she was behind those walls i think she is used to being out in the field and like making these life or death survival decisions every day and helping her team by you know not just killing zombies but killing people if she needs to and here she is almost like the way you we look at uh modern times of like the stay-at-home mom she's kind of been forced into the position of the stay-at-home mom she takes care of her of her adopted daughter i guess judith mm-hmm. and then she's doing all this shit in these walls helping with planning in alexandria but she's used to being like daryl she's used to being like carol she used to being like rick um and in many situations we've seen she's every bit their equal and yet you know she's kind of playing house mom you know and i think you know there's a part of her that that needs you know it's she knows it's there and it needs to be fed so anyway we repeat this shit a lot it's her daily routine and finally she rolls up on a zombie one night that's a black man who is hanging from a noose Mm-hmm. who's turned into a zombie so he was hung alive as a as a black man right be- <clears throat> right because 
she's been out there every night so i guarantee you she probably goes some of the same routes like back and forth some of the same routes you know might venture off a little bit and most zombies are literally walking like you rarely see them hanging yeah well my thing is she's a black woman this is a black man that is hung from a tree um i have no fucking idea what this means Mm-mm. like i don't know if there's some racist out there and oh. they're like hanging niggas again right he just want to make an example of somebody like we're gonna make an example out of we him. don't know who he is that no, would be know. the person to make an example correct um and the, just the coincidence of that especially after we saw like her looking at the like emancipation proclamation in the museum i like you know i don't know this i don't know what the point of this was i hope it's nothing cheap and it will never come back to this i hope it means something maybe we're gonna run into a racist clan of people that exist in the z-pock because i think that's something worth exploring and it would happen yes you know some i I think we've seen more of that kind of stuff in fear the walking dead yes we have but we haven't really got to see that in the walking dead so uh, but of course it rightfully disturbs her to the point where she's so distracted a zombie attacks her and she like gets caught unaware she drops her sword but then she like picks up a weapon and kills a zombie and she looks down and she's killed the zombie with a bat mm-hmm. and the bat looked like lucille like even like at first it almost like it even had the barbed wire on it but it didn't Mm-mm. um but then she stares down at the at the bat and um almost as in disbelief like how people look at in movies when they look at a gun after they kill somebody like oh my god i can't believe i used this tool of death who am i you know i've changed and then she like walk picks up her sword and, and and walks off um and that's actually when the opening credits music starts um and i think what'd you take from that moment as far as her looking at the bat that way or did you not take anything from it I don't know i i I think i think she looked like oh my gosh why is this bad here why did i hit you with this bad you know and i think she began to question you know am i turning to negan yeah i think we're supposed to take that her biggest fear is being like negan or something like that from that scene and i think that was another thing in this episode that i felt was like so like heavy-handed you know i was like i don't know that that's the way to bring that home anyway but uh you know this idea that she sees the bat and it still evokes this visceral reaction in her um i I don't know that that kind of was weird to me because like you just you killed a zombie you had to do what you had to do there's no symbolism and it's not like you killed a dude no you know (laughs) right and and i could see the the bat actually uh bringing back the fear of watching glenn die the fear of watching abraham die like it, it could provoke that piece of her it just didn't seem like that came across on the screen to me is that I, I agree yeah i did not feel that way um so then um michonne goes to uh back to the crib and a new black woman nora a shea butter black feminist come on comes over um with the she natural found the jamaican olive oil that they happen to have there in the town yeah she said i got some updates uh and michonne was like uh, you got any hair updates because this wig is itching she said no <laughs> um crows have gotten into some of the tomato crops we about to lose 25 percent of them it's almost like the world just keeps winning against us and michelle was like well that's okay we'll you know we're gonna figure that one out and also um she says negan won't eat 
um and then michelle was like well i'll feed him that's my job uh and they were like well he won't eat he didn't eat yesterday i was gonna try to feed him again she's like i got it don't worry about it i'll feed his ass um which is you know which is interesting that she would take on that task because apparently rick does that when he's in town Mm. so now we got her doing it um so she goes to feed negan and they basically come up with a deal that he says he'll only eat if she sits there and talks to him and she said she'll talk to him till the sun gets to this like shadow on this bar the 20 minutes of the um of the uh cell and yeah it's 20 minutes long basically is her guess and he has to eat every bite um and that's the deal so she stays down there michonne and negan get into like a, a a bit of a back and forth um i'm trying to think because i actually had a clip for this but i need to figure out if this is the clip it, where he talks about his wife or if that was earlier okay is it me <clears throat> oh i've realized and maybe it's just something they're doing this season they are real hard camera cuts between mm-hmm. people and sometimes i'm like y'all it doesn't look like y'all are even in the same room or this was a cut at the same time now see i would not be surprised if they did these conversations with jeffrey dean morgan in his cell uh that's a great catch if they did that before and did it all at one time so that he wouldn't have to keep coming back and forth to set because what do you do with an actor like jeffrey dean morgan who obviously does not have time to be in the fucking cell on your tv show uh every once in a while you couldn't even really get him to be in uh every episode before this like that's why they would stretch things out with negan and they gave him all these like second and third in command characters and shit so that jeffrey dean morgan the actor could go about his day and we would have simon as a hold-in or gavin as a hold-in so yeah i bet you they're not filming these in the same room they 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 can't be because like somebody bought up to something else I, i realized he his face was so dark it was so many shadows yes like, yes like he constantly never, covered up and you can only really see the beard right like he never actually steps out into the light mm. and so and sometimes when they talk like the cut will be so hard like it'll be him her him her him her i was like oh when they cut this they didn't make it a sm- i mean you can do that but it wasn't like a smooth transition where i was like oh these scenes were not cut at the same time well also it feels stilted to me yes you know it feel it makes the conversation feel a little disjointed like the actors aren't in the same room and the lines don't come off as smooth i will play the conversation they had uh why is that you think i'm stuck i think that i'm not meant to be rotting in this cell just like i think the warrior in you oh okay so there's a little bit before this that i'll talk about so um negan (laughs) i'm telling y'all i've said this for a couple seasons now negan watches the fucking show because mm-hmm. how does negan know all the shit all the time he talks oh, to from rick Mm-mm, no oh no no that's not what i'm talking about negan knows stuff he's not supposed to know because he watches the actual walking dead okay <laughs> negan the character has all the blu-rays dvds he's streaming it somehow on Hulu. Uh, uh, and then when people come in he just knows everything about their life he ain't got it, nothing else to do he couldn't have known this from rick because the things he started talking about was like you know uh i know you're not meant to be behind these walls i know that you need to be out there like me and you probably going out there killing zombies still with your sword like he said that 
Like I'm like, what the fuck? Did you watch the beginning of this episode? And is then somebody she came eavesdropping? In? You birdie? Right. What the fuck kind of shit is this? Like they made him have like superpowers or something. So that's what he's talking about where he's like, you're not like this. You this ain't you ain't meant to be in these walls. You need to be out there doing all this shit. And so, you know, that's when he was telling her, like, you, you know, um that that's where this starts, this scene. Why is that? You think I'm stuck? I think that I'm not meant to be rotting in this cell. Just like I think the warrior in you is not meant to be planting kale and kissing boo-boos. You think that's all this is? We're reordering the world. Rebuilding government and creating laws. We're at the start of everything. And nothing is holding us back while you're rotting in here with nothing. to the asshole that you were before. feel like negan should have a top knot by now like because his beard so long i'm like he must got a ponytail in there or something something happening but it's so dark you can't see what kind of haircut he got right that's how that and, and because it was so dark i was like oh these scenes were not shot at the same time right like i don't like i don't like any of these scenes do you see him in the cell everywhere carl wasn't your first was he I'd say you have about 10 minutes to clear this tree and then I'm gone. How did he die? You see what I'm saying? Well, I'm talking about that dialogue doesn't feel like it's two people talking to each other. It feels like they're, someone's cutting it to make it seem like they're talking to each other, but. Mm-hmm. They didn't, yeah. They didn't do a good, it's like they didn't make it tight enough or have the, or speed up their speech where it sounds like we're actually having a conversation. Yeah, just dialogue in general just doesn't sound like that. When you're talking to another person, you kind of cut each other off a little bit. You might, uh stumble over a word or two um and then with the quick cuts like you said where it's cutting to her face cutting to his shadow cutting to her face uh some of the behind like let's look at her arm let's look at her head the mm-hmm. block the blocking doesn't match up no it does not and it didn't make sense that's why i was like oh these scenes definitely uh were not uh cut together and it wouldn't surprise me if all all jeffrey dean morgan scenes uh for this season were shot in one day like they came in and they was like okay we got him for 24 48 hours however much this block is this is what we're paying him for we will stretch it out but we can't keep him here like we can everybody else and they just everything everything he needed to be in they shot that shit and was like well we got to work around it 
And was it he, wasn't it? Did he have your eyes? His name was Andre. And he just didn't make it. I'm sorry. I've made my peace with it. Uh, Jill. You ask me. It's better this way. How the hell exactly is that? My wife. She wasn't made for this. She was weak when she died. There was a part of me that was relieved. Also, Negan is like reverse psychology in her. And I don't know. It's like, I feel like this has been done to death before the the bad guy who's gonna get in your head type thing but i don't know it's like eat the sandwich or don't nigga i don't what the fuck like this other tiktok i'm wasting time i got a community to build why am i here with you like i don't know if they're gonna have a payoff on this like they're bonding they're making a connection but i don't know it just feel so i don't know unnecessary i, I guess you know what this is just my prediction they got this scene for a reason it's gonna be some type of connection my prediction is that you know once they after the rick and stuff mm-hmm. something's gonna happen maggie's gonna try to come down there or uh, michonne's gonna see her and her and maggie gonna have to fight like mm-hmm. like like some form of confrontation like michonne ain't gonna let her just come in there and just fuck Negan up yeah maybe like come into like some sort of more michonne lets him go type thing or you something you know what that's what i was thinking i was yeah. like yeah she gonna fuck around at some period of time but like well he he he's you know paid his 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 debt and, and we supposed to go back to these scenes and be like they had some they had a bond or something i can guarantee you i don't know that, like like this is not a, a pointless scene like i i'm like you i hope with the new showrunner and the way they, they do things they don't do pointless shit and don't ever go back to it like and the way he like hannibal lecter knows everything like the nigga really be like and you use jamaican castor oils on your edges mm-hmm. not not the the coconut the cream that comes use. with it like like i'm like nigga how do you know all this shit is and and, and like what superpowers right. do you have your son was his name andre did he die when he was 17 like how do you know he googled it he ain't got nothing else to do it was a he wasn't it like i don't like these superpowers they're giving this creepy ass nigga now i know i know she made me not weak and with you with you it's the same you're not the same we were built for more we still are, Michelle. Behind walls, bars. We die. But see, out there, it's like an addiction. I know that you know what I'm talking about. And that is why you're grateful, too. Grateful for what? that Andre's gone because you know all he would have done is make you weak she threw his food on the floor the whole ham sandwich I really wanted that sound to be louder when she slammed his food um so okay the other part about this 
it feels also like they're doing this to transfer the talks the talks that he has with rick to michonne agreed like oh they can still apply dead child warrior you more comfortable on the outside this whole peace thing is a sham you really you know you really more designed to keep going that's what it seems to me they're trying to do and i guess since these characters don't have a lot of history then it just feels like it just came out of nowhere but okay um so that conversation happens and she goes back uh to her house and she's trying to work on the constitution again but she can't concentrate so then she takes a sandwich heads back down to negan's to feed him again and she's like why did you say those things uh and she made him like a delicious looking sandwich uh he said i wasn't trying to piss you off you should know that she says why do you kill what i think and he basically implies you're the same as me me you are just like me and that scares you um you hate that you're just like me and uh michelle said and you know i'm thinking to the bat earlier we saw that fear on her face when she killed that zombie with a bat instead of a sword and i'm like okay so they're trying to really drive this shit home she doesn't want to be like negan but she says they're not the same because he gets a kick out of all the shit that they had to do to survive and he said uh and he earlier had told her you know you guys just heard what he was like you know it makes you want to go on living she was like no i do get strength from the dead but i live for the living and i make no apologies for that my sons are gone but this world is going to be better for my daughter and i said "Ooh, so we got a little paris jackson situation okay good for you uh judith welcome to the cookout been adopted um and she says you know it's gonna be better for my daughter and every other child that comes into it and then he thinks about it and he's like oh you're not scared of become of being like me you're scared that you're gonna end up like me with everyone and everything you ever love gone and she's she is like eat your sandwich and he's like you know she's like you desperately trying to connect with me and he said well there's not because there's nothing worse than nothing and she's like as long as you're still breathing it's not nothing so eat eat your food and long as you living you gonna have to eat and he she goes to leave and he does pick up the sandwich and she's he's she's like what do you want and he's like wait wait what she's like what and he says before you go there's something i want to ask you there are things in this world that we desperately hold on to when there's nothing left and then she starts smiling because she realizes this entire fucking time that he's been talking about it talking to her he really has been trying to pump her for information to see where that fucking bat lucille is yeah she don't know because this nigga love that bat like it's his real dead wife mm-hmm. he's crazy about that goddamn bat yes he is he would probably be fine if y'all if y'all give him that bat he'll be fine in there with that bat just him in the back i mean there's a lot of women looking to bring uh jeffrey dean morgan a sandwich okay come on but i mean even probably smelling like more than happy to make him a sandwich even probably smelling like six months of himself in prison but i'm just saying this motherfucker was talking about a bat the whole time uh he says i want to see her i need to see her she says no negan we don't have your bat and he says what'd you do with her and then she says it's still out there and he's like no no she's like eat negan food's good and then she leaves and then he bangs his head against the wall in his cell and it's just to show you how crazy he is he's so crazy guys he's crazy for lucille that bat 
um and then michelle later reads the judah from a book called game over and when she gets to the end there's an illustration of a cartoon bat and uh she pauses for a moment on the baseball bat and loses her place and then finishes the story i have no i'm gonna be honest all of this took way too long i don't know what the fucking point really was the dialogue was really slow and then with the whole awkward back and forth shit in the cell it just it did not feel worthwhile it did not i almost to a certain extent wish we could go back and i know a lot of people love the actor but uncast jeffrey dean morgan and cast somebody that could be there every week on the show it would have made the show so much better and i think truth be told the uh negan should have been one season yeah and these workarounds with the like he's on a walkie-talkie this week we're uh we're talking to simon this week we're talking to gavin this week unnecessarily dragging i don't yeah you just made things too big too long it didn't need to go this way if you can only get them for eight episodes just figure a way to write eight great episodes rather than to stretch those you know eight episodes in the 16 it'd have been so much better all right let's see which haven't i done yet so we did hilltop uh junkyard i think the camp is the only one left right okay so in the camp eugene tells rick that the bridge is going to collapse soon but he does it in eugene speak but not as much jargon this time it's just like well that that bridge definitely gonna come down if we get that uh where the rain is gonna blah blah blah, you know all the shit so the bridge is gonna come down uh and rick's like what if we work on it and whatever and he's like i don't think it'll even if we work on it with the manpower we have now it's just not gonna get done in time right because the water has started rushing back in yeah we're gonna get a surge the dam broke it's not good and so then rick's like well damn uh it's just a bunch of bad news and he said well i got some good news rick the two herds and he named them two other names he's like they're not gonna combine into one herd they're running parallel to each other so that's some good news and then eugene also uh explains that they named the herds after shakespearean characters that have died because they needed the almost exhausting uh inexhaustible list of names and and apparently shakespeare used to kill off motherfuckers left and right in his plays so voila that's what's happening um and then he apologizes to rick for not being smart enough to be helpful as he could be and rick is rick and then this episode had a lot of rick almost saying goodbye to people Mm -hmm. and this was the time where he says to eugene like you know you're not dumb guy you're not a dumb guy just read some books you're smarter than that and after everything that's everything and he put his hand on his shoulder and he did everything but hug that nigga and then walked off i know he stood there proudly and boldly yeah and, and eugene was looking like i can stop crying uh and then he goes rick goes into a tent carol's already in a tent packing up her shit to leave and go back to the kingdom he's uh he's she's supposed to be the leader of the saviors and or at least overlooking them and rick's like you ain't want to go to the saviors no more she's like no nigga like i'm gonna keep it real i believe in your vision i i still think it can happen but at the same time this is not what they want they don't want us there and there's no reason to put somebody there and put them in danger let them come up with their own decisions their own bylaws like let them do it themselves yeah and and i mean we really can't blame her because we've seen like the results of this shit you know nigga tried to gun jack her 
Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks, don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. She's going back to the kingdom and her ebony king ezekiel and and she and her thing is like hey we had that conversation nigga i told you i already wanted to blow their brain blow that dude's brains out i'm not going back because i will fuck him up yeah she's like i'm gonna go make sweet swirly uh senior citizen love with my ebony uh king Mm, and hold on to that ring looking at it spin yeah she's done you know she's got things to live for and it ain't these niggas and the saviors can't really be saved anyway um and then the other thing she was like uh because rick's like what about the saviors what's gonna happen to them without a leader and she was like they'll figure it out like she said what they do know at this point is that they don't want to be negan anymore the rest is up to them like and i this this episode i i don't know why but the way people were kind of framing their arguments on the other side of rick i was really feeling it because i was mm-hmm. like that's valid. yeah they they are grown-ass adults they've lived whole lives they you know lived a whole other way they've gotten their ass whooped they might not be the most nicest people but this like coalition thing with them that's too much for us to handle like they they need to lay in the bed that they made and so the idea that she would be like they like they're not babies they'll find guns from somewhere they'll get supplies from somewhere or they'll fucking disperse or whatever but that that's what they gotta do they need to figure out how they're gonna move forward and um rick says uh she said they'll figure out who they want to be and rick's like like you did and she's like like we all did and he says if anyone gives him hope for the future for the saviors it's carol because he's watched her change and then she apologizes that for things not working out but she's she says she did want him to and um yeah i felt like it made sense especially after the way that you know they almost got their weapons stolen last week uh, i can see why carol would be like man let me take my ass home i don't want to die out here fucking with these dudes i got some people uh yeah a dude that loves me at home what's right. what i'm doing right uh mess around and fuck them up and then end up being a dictator over here and i don't want that either yeah master henry then you can't sleep in the fucking savior camp because you worried someone gonna cut your throat all the time come on you're the only one with a gun so somebody might just kill you for that she's like i'm going my ass home i don't blame her at all Mm-mm. um jerry tells rick that maggie is going to alexandria and he learned it because he heard a message from the relay from hilltop the walkie talkie relay um and jesus is the one who sent the message Mm. now we did see that jesus had some objections with maggie going to kill negan yeah but i don't think jesus would have told rick Mm. i don't think i don't think yeah Jesus i don't, snitched. Yeah, i agree i agree so i think I this is still part of the plan and it is a plan right because they will believe jesus did they like even though that's out of jesus's character you know because you mm-hmm. have people their job is to relay that information why would he be one of them yeah and for the show's purposes it gives us another reason to be like oh what, is this happening for real this you know is this a, we don't think it's part of a trap yet because we're like well jesus might have done that he was concerned but i think that's taking a step too far for jesus i don't think he would have snitched to rick Mm -mm. 
um so but anyway uh maggie's heading towards alexandria rick's like oh shit this means she's going to kill negan he gets on his walkie-talkie to the relay to alexandria he's like hey tell alexandria that uh maggie's on her way and that she's coming to not to let her in to stall her at the gate i will be in shortly to to change this daryl see oversees rick um talking on the walkie-talkie he's like you all right you need a ride and he's like yeah Ale-. he said what's going on he's like maggie's going to alexandria and she's about to make the biggest mistake of her life and daryl's like i got you and he said you sure you got enough fuel daryl's like i got enough fuel let's go get on my bike and so he is faster than the horse so he hops on daryl's bike and they start riding towards alexandria to beat maggie there so he can stop her from going in and killing Negan. yeah and also when um rick made that first phone call the girl didn't even tell the girl she was like mm, i don't know what to say he she, first of all she black woman the fuck up out of that road it was a she little was like, white this, girl it's not my job but he literally did like every black person at, at work that said yeah that says that ain't my job he hit the relay it was like tell alexandra that maggie's on her way and not and stall at the gate she was like okay rick hung up the walkie-talkie pulled out a cosmopolitan and kept reading and was like and even said something sassy i can't remember the exact word but she might as well say that's above my pay grade right she was like uh she'll get the message in hell or something like that <laughs> like she might as well just say i'm on my break come on i'm on my 15 right <laughs> that was like she was over that shit it's so funny uh to look to watch it again but yeah she was just like Mm-mm, no i can't be part of you Ooh, the, ghetto. the ghetto rick that is come on she was like nope um uh, i'm not he's like, relay that message for me tell alexander i would rather die okay well <laughs> i guess you won't be telling them oh um, they said she said she's done she's done talking right like, man they referred she was running to maggie but yeah it was the way she said it was so sassy you got tell alexandria money come on do you if not ain't nothing being told so um you know but he gets on the bike with daryl um daryl doesn't make a turn into alexandria and so rick realizes like oh shit this is set up daryl pull over daryl pull over daryl stops the bike they get off and rick is immediately like man what the fuck is your problem and daryl's like uh this the plan and he said well it's not gonna work i already sent the relay the message to tell alexandria that not to let maggie in and he said well your message ain't about to get there like that's on plan in the plan too i said damn daryl accidentally spilling all the tea and And he was like what the fuck it ain't gonna matter they start fighting and then guys this was the part where i rolled my eyes so hard they came up from the bottom of my head and came up again these niggas fell into a big ass convenience sinkhole just rolling i was in a big ass hole that nobody seen from a distance that nobody can climb out by themselves Mm -mm. this is the elevator okay i'm with you now i'm okay that makes sense yes this pissed me off so fucking bad i don't care how they explain it later maybe there's millions of these little holes around the whole thing and that's gonna <laughs> be a we're gonna have a new group in the in this called the hole diggers i don't know <laughs> maybe it's a zombie trap somebody's trying to use them for something possibility yeah, i mean there's a ton of things oh sorry that's my siri turned on for some reason <laughs> shit was reading on my anyway Zach was like what you want us to let, not let maggie in <laughs> yeah damn that thing was like it, yeah it's been going back to maggie anyway <laughs> See, my, i was like i'm listening the point being i am not with 
this part of the episode it pissed me off so bad and it felt like we need a thing to occupy rick's time until we get ready to like write him off the show i i there had to be something more fun to do than this uh anyway and plus we've seen him and daryl fight over and over again oh, we sure have now i do think this show writes humanity better than most shows on tv i get that 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 a lot of people would their impulses to disagree with me because they're they off of the show they don't like it anymore but i'm right and you're wrong this is facebook this is twitter it is the same arguments 17 times a day it's you niggas sharing videos of somebody abusing their kid and going did they go too far and then having that thoughts. argument for the right it's thoughts 17 Come on, 17 thought. times a week with, with all them questions and exclamation points so it is the closest thing to humanity written in uh, in modern television i stand by that that being said humanity is annoying and i go to tv to escape that sometimes and this is one of those moments where i'm like y'all fall into this sinkhole and have this fucking philosophical debate again over zombies and it's not moving anything forward and not even over zombies there's no zombies involved at this point okay so 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 it's just a thing it's just y'all are in the hole doing your fight now now to daryl's credit this is the most lines he's had since the show started he was it is he was very eloquent uh but still i just did not like this scene man i wish there was another way to do it i don't know um so then um they (laughs) and by the way on twitter nina perez cracked me the fuck up uh from uh project fandom podcast fandom she said uh they fell into a plot hole <laughs> oh, oh oh that's good but they did baby they sure did oh my gosh she's so funny so then uh rick and daryl can't climb out the hole by themselves conveniently it's gonna take the teamwork of both of them to get out the hole but they're fighting and rick's like you set this part up too you've made us fall in this hole and daryl's like no like he got offended like no i ain't set this up but i'm like nigga you set up the relay you set up the bike ride why wouldn't rick think this was part of the act too right now you offended motherfucker you like this could be part of the shit too and daryl's like um nah i didn't set this shit up and if it wasn't he and then they basically had the same argument and this time daryl was prepared for rick's whole like if you hadn't forgiven me that then like the way you that i need you to forgive negan what the fuck like you would have you would have been in a worse place but daryl was ready this time he said if it wasn't for glenn your ass wouldn't be alive because glenn is the person that saved rick when he fell off that horse in season one in season one the horse got spooked by zombies fell off that horse he crawled up under that tank and he had the walkie talkie and he was like hey dumbass and it was that was glenn Mm -hmm. well yeah he's right like you would not have had um you wouldn't be alive if not for glenn um and then uh rick's whole thing was like well i think about that every day but what about how you spared dwight so you don't just kill everybody you let some people go and daryl was like he reduced he's like all dwight did was open the closet door and put me in it as opposed like to make it seem like daryl's daryl dwight wasn't in charge so he didn't kill dwight because to him it's like negan gives the orders dwight while he may be despicable uh dwight is still just doing the actions that negan wants him to do um all right so then um rick 
was like keeping Negan alive says a message to the saviors that it's over for them and that Negan's way is dead and then Daryl had a great counterpoint which was keeping Negan alive gives them hope that he can come back that's true too you know uh what where do you fall on that uh i don't know like i said that's true too is is because i i understand both sides because daryl's like hey it could everybody there is not anti-negan there's some people that that are pro-negan like there's some people that are pro-trump they're like hey we we gonna be in this ride or die and also daryl's thing was like rick everybody ain't gonna be like you these individual groups are not cool and will never be cool with them niggas because you have to think they fuck so many people up that a lot of people like they don't belong here you what you know it's like you're not considering the other people around you and you making the assumption that everybody's going to turn around some people do most a lot of people don't and i still low-key feel like daryl feels responsibility for all of this because it was him that overpromised you know it was him that told hilltop we can deliver we can kill the saviors and mm. you know ultimately it's his thing that leads to you know glenn dying and abraham dying mm-hmm. i think he feels a responsibility that he would never cop to but that's why he's so pressed to like kill all of them and, and even you know like this is all kind of on him and this is him getting his like you know revenge and also when him and tara was yeah was him and tara went up that was it him and tara him no him? that was uh that was the ocean side or where, no, where, no 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 uh went up there and i end up uh blowing like the wall up Remember yeah that? right yeah. so you end up fucking up a plan that actually could have worked but you end up uh causing everything to crumble because you just couldn't be patient yeah supposedly they said that that didn't help the saviors get free but yes they that that's how pressed he was though um so and plus he was the person that experienced probably the most torture at the hands of negan and them true so anyway um then uh rick's you know they they get into that argument it's like if we you know we can't leave we can't kill them because rick's like if you kill him if maggie kills Negan, he becomes a martyr to these people and daryl's like man who cares what about us he's like you got so much faith in other people but what about faith in your people and we telling you what you need to do and it's funny because they're like his people are fighters they wanted to fight negan in the first place rick wouldn't listen it took forever shit start happening then he was like okay we got to kill negan um then with this shit it's kind of the opposite where he wants everybody to calm down and they're like nah the killing's not done we need to kill all these motherfuckers till we're sure that we're safe and rick's trying to build a society with them right his thing is there's no such thing as safe because everybody you kill has a mama cousin daddy uncle you don't know who's related to who rick reminds me of the north after the civil war where there needs to be sanctions and stuff put onto the south and yet they couldn't bear the thought of these people suffering enough that they ended up relinquishing too easily right you know and i think that's what daryl and them sense they don't realize that he's trying to plan to keep negan locked up forever because it's up to rick rick could wake up the next day go i've i've had a change of heart i forgive him and i'm letting him free and they're like that's the nigga that killed glenn and you didn't ask me shit so no um anyway um you know he tells rick um 
uh i die for you i would have died for carl you know that but you gotta hear me you chasing something for him that ain't meant to be man you just gotta let him go let him go and he said that shit like let him go <laughs> that shit cracked me up you just gotta let him go let him go like nigga what are you doing oh <laughs> um, down in this plot hole i actually might have this uh i actually might have this clip hold on let me see if i can play it for y'all because i don't know daryl's voice cracked me up here those roots they're the only way we're getting out not too high up though god damn it you set that up too and you're really laying this on me? You're the one that had to go chasing after her. And just let things be, huh? You know what keeping Negan alive means to us. Uh, I know what seeing him dead means to her. Daryl, I get why she can't accept it. I do. Yeah. Her never coming to Alexandria, her hanging Gregory the way she did, I know. I'm not blind. You sure as hell been acting like it. And your ass wouldn't even be alive if it wasn't for Glenn. You wouldn't have found Lori. You wouldn't have found Carl. And you sure as wouldn't have found any of us. He did that. Or did you forget? Of course not. I think about it every damn day. And Maggie, I hate what I did to her, what I took from her, but it's what I had to do. She's doing what she has to do. What? You're okay with that? Why the hell wouldn't I be? You spared Dwight. After Denise, after what he did to you. What do you mean, locking me in a damn closet? Parading me around so I couldn't say nothing? And you got that guy sitting in a cell like a damn symbol. To all them assholes who can't wait to see things go back to the way that they were. Keeping him alive is how we make sure he won't! No. Keeping him alive is giving him hope that it will. I'll tell you this much, too. You can tell these motherfuckers in the same scene together. Oh yeah, they're they're in the same. Compared area. to like Michonne and that Negan thing I played earlier, mm-hmm. you can just tell. Like that's what I'm talking about. The, that the, natural. The pacing is is yeah. quicker. The quicker pace. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's just more natural. Correct. Anyway, um, Michonne talked to her. She came to camp. She was coming around. Yeah, well, she was trying. Truth is, she just couldn't live with it. Just like Oceanside. This one, this one, Rick put it together oceanside been killing the saviors and, and, and he could like and nigga you knew and daryl knew and daryl didn't tell him shit right oceanside he's saying oceanside killed those saviors a rot he's saying they got what they deserve you knew daryl dry snitching truth is i couldn't live with it either this doesn't work if she kills Negan. He becomes a martyr. The war was for nothing. Every person who died, died for nothing. Carl. Carl died for nothing. What about the rest of us? You don't think after all the shit we've been through, we couldn't handle it? And you keep asking us to have faith in all these other people truth is you don't have enough faith in us you know that's that's not true i died for you and i would have died for carl 
you gotta hear me. You're chasing something for him that ain't meant to be, man. You just gotta let him go. Let him go. I don't know why that shit cracked me up the way he said it the second time. Like, let him go. And also, it's one of the things where I'm thinking about when he was saying that you didn't have faith in us. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Because if he didn't have faith in you, why would he put you over the saviors? Like, not to be funny, if, if he didn't have faith in you and your capabilities, he had a lot of faith in his people. That's, it, it depends on how you define faith because you're defining it as he believes that you'll carry out his orders and have restraint and all this shit i think daryl's defining it as faith is you'll listen to us like if you have faith in us when we keep telling you we need to kill negan you would be like y'all said you need to kill negan i don't think it's the best thing but enough of y'all are upset about it that i'm just gonna do it Mm, that's what he means by faith okay um and that's why i think they're so hurt is you know he just spent the last two seasons kind of not wanting to fight negan and they were saying we, we we can win if we fight back they turned out to be right then they win and you want to keep this dude like a trophy you know some type of symbol and he's like no nah, kill him that's what the symbol is and i don't you know this week was the first week where i was like i don't think they wrong that's a good point like maybe for some there has to be something for people like him that they don't get to move on with everybody else and if his people got a problem with it and act up then they could catch these hands too anyway um that's valid um so then um while this is happening because then rick also ends it with uh i never asked anyone to follow me and then daryl says well maybe you should have which i thought was actually a good line Mm -hmm. uh because it's basically saying like you just do whatever the fuck you want to do kind of and maybe if you had asked people to follow you um as opposed to just you know like not really being the leader and shit kind of quasi being the leader maybe we wouldn't be in this situation you know anyway um so uh carol's preparing to leave go back to the kingdom and some saviors come out of the woods led by of course jed from last week mm-hmm. the new the, the new nigga that live loose cannon and um he says carol they he has a gun now and he says carol got lucky stabbing him which we like nigga that's like saying michael jordan got lucky hitting a game winning shot she could have fucked you up at any time right and then they have a couple of guns and they're like and carol's where'd you like where you get the guns from he said well they aren't all as fast as you surprisingly or something like that because you still think she's just an old lady and then he's figured out he's like you going back to the kingdom you're not coming to to the the sanctuary anyway so what the fuck do you care we want some guns and i think they want to get the supplies or something like that and so they got the keys from uh and they want to revenge because he figured out that oceanside had been killing them so he's like we need guns to protect us from oceanside we know they the ones that's been killing us we put two and two together which is funny because this show is so painstakingly like show how everything is figured out everyone does stuff and yet somehow we didn't get the background to how jed's dumb ass figured out that it was oceanside killing them nobody said anything and i really and i I mean now it would make sense too because i i can see a way you would figure it out who which saviors got killed so if you find Mm. out that justin was one of the people that 
in simon's crew and the rat was one of the people in simon's crew right then it would make sense that you would be like no these are targeted killings of people that participated in the oceanside massacre we know this is revenge right but they could have just i mean of all the scenes of a pit and arguing over and over i'd rather see that right all right so then sleuthing yeah some sleuthing from jed and and dj or jb or whatever his name was so then (laughs) um jed tells uh carol to step aside she puts her gun down steps aside he grabs her keys off of her belt and then he walks past her and that's when she kicks him in the leg and knocks him outside the head with her gun because how many times are you going to get lucy with the football with carol she's not an old lady right and the thing is she did it because her thing was like okay i don't want to shoot out so i'm gonna listen to you and a whole her, her, her face the whole time was like i really should fuck you up mm-hmm. but i'm gonna hold restraint because i don't want to fucking shoot like like she, her thing was like i don't want a shootout like please don't make me fuck you up Mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened because as soon as he dropped his guard to try to walk past her this nigga got fucked up again come on you ain't learned yet what an idiot uh so he gets fucked up uh carol then like the all the saviors are turning around others come out of the out of the woods they don't have guns they come out of the woods and i think carol even says like don't shoot or something like that but she they do end up shooting and a gunshot goes off this now has attracted those two shakespearean herds to merge into one and come into that direction and they could overrun the camp all this stuff rick and daryl hear it they all of a sudden go we need to stop bullshitting and get out of this hole because zombies could fall in it they there's a long ex- exacerbated scene of them them motherfucking zombies was, was a slip and slide it might as well be a goddamn water park it was hilarious yeah it's like daryl lifts rick up rick uses the roots to try to climb yeah, out they might as well have what was that though as they slip and slide and pass them yeah and so um daryl's uh lifts rick up rick uses the roots to climb out and then reach back down to get daryl meanwhile zombies are like falling in the pit piling up daryl's killing them walking on top of the corpses to climb it's just a big ass like this would be a cool zombie thing to do this week zombies in a hole (laughs) one we've done this before yes we have two not that cool i i would have rather something else i would have rather something else um so then they get out and then they split up daryl's gonna go back to the camp rick's gonna try to lead the zombies away from the camp and away from the bridge and he because he's he feels like the bridge is their only hope to uh to uh to to win or whatever like the bridge is the only thing that can save them and they work so hard and if there's even a slight chance that the the bridge can you know over uh come the current he has to give it to him daryl's like use the bridge take the zombie group on the bridge the fucking bridge will collapse the zombies will fall in and you'll be safe and rick's like nah because he want a kid he didn't want the bridge to go down but i think the bridge is going to be washed away anyway yeah or yeah either that or if it stands they'll name it after rick the rick grimes bridge i don't know something yeah uh so they end up splitting up and it's funny because <laughs> rick's all like you know uh daryl's like fine hey be safe and then daryl's like i mean rick's like you too yeah they they did that uh uh when rick was coming at the ho- when rick was reaching out for daryl like 
uh i got your brother or something like yeah that. <laughs> it's like they're so ridiculous with this shit uh yeah white bro love so ridiculous y'all i'm like stop fighting just stop fighting y'all ain't gonna kill each other right it's like me and my brother i was like i'm gonna just stop fighting you because i can't kill you and if i kill you i'm gonna get in trouble so let me just stop <laughs> uh rick leads some walkers to a fork in the road and then his horse gets spooked he gets thrown off of his horse onto some concrete the concrete has rebar sticking out of it those metal pipe things and one of them impales him and he like screams out in agony he's stuck impaled on this thing as the hot virginia sun beams down on him and the two herds of walkers are converging right towards where he's at and then we cut away to the to the credits it was intense Mm -hmm. and then next week's prequel looks i mean see uh next week's uh preview looks like all rick it's gonna be a, a total rick grimes masterpiece theater yeah and uh i don't know like what they're gonna do but if they're gonna actually kill the character off like like nobody it doesn't mean they're gonna kill the character off who knows what they're gonna do but everybody just assume he's gonna die he might not die who knows mm-hmm. um but if i think that if they're going to kill the character off they're gonna do him justice like you know it's gonna be similar to the car episode where the whole episode will be nothing but dedicated to you yeah like it looks like they're gonna go through memory lane they're gonna have all the old actors they're gonna yeah like it's gonna be a lot of symbolism and shit Mm -hmm. i actually think what's funny is as much as i did not like this episode i actually look at the next episode like oh that might be lit yeah look like Like, very symbolic type of lit and look like they're gonna spend a lot like you said they're elevated because the next episode is probably where they spent a huge chunk of the budget gonna be a lot of graphics yeah i don't even know how or how we could recap it we'll see Mm-mm. it might be unrecapable like it's a chance that it's just ah! a, i mean because it might be a chance where they don't actually move the plot forward in any real tangible way That's it's true just too. dedicated to going back through memory lane of just rick grimes the best of yeah, nine episodes i mean not nine, nine episodes nine seasons yeah so i don't know what's gonna happen but i'm looking forward to it let's look at y'all's emails we only got one uh which makes sense because this episode did not leave a lot to talk about in my opinion uh eve says hi rider karen it be your own horse <laughs> oh it do be your own horse rick is over too with these damn horses gotta stop fucking with shit i know that dude got kicked in the chest uh horses have been fucking shit up this season first ken now rick we will make it fun to daryl for riding a motorcycle in the z-pock but how can you really blame him that's a good point yeah yeah and on top of that i remember yeah rick came into atlanta on a horse that horse got ate that's what i'm saying he fell off that horse it bucked he hit his head and then was under that um that tank Mm, i guess i guess the second horse was smart because that bitch galloped away we ain't see that horse no more i hope all the bad saviors have finally been eliminated they should have been killed right after the war execution style good riddance to all those motherfuckers eve yeah i think they should have maybe exiled them or something i just don't see how the saviors can work as a concept in in this you know coalition nobody's able to see the bigger picture and work through it in the way that rick is you know right like you can count on one hand all the people that's down with rick's plan and even his friends like carol are like it i feel what you're trying to do but nah this ain't this ain't it him and aaron yeah yeah aaron bought in aaron and yeah it's like aaron and carol and and of course you know 
he's always with the peace yeah of course he's gonna buy in but the rest of the motherfuckers ain't shit so uh all right guys um that's it uh for this episode we'll be back later until next time i love you i love you too